Good morning and welcome to today's podcast where we are talking to Jane Sanders. We're going to learn all about Jane's true purpose she found after working several corporate jobs that no longer fulfilled her and during a challenging period in her life when she lost both of her parents and realized it was time to finally set about and find her true purpose. She's going to tell us about what that is today and how her life has never been the same. Welcome, Jane. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today with us. Thanks, Carrie. I appreciate the invitation. Been looking forward to it. And I have as well. So let's jump right into it. If you could maybe give us a bit of your backstory and let us know what led to you doing the work that you're doing today. And also maybe tell us where you are in the world so we know that. So I'm in Denver right now in Colorado. Um, Backstory, I won't start with it was a dark and stormy night, but yeah. (laughs) So um, I have an MBA and mostly corporate background. I was in different sales and marketing positions. Um, also was a professional speaker to the corporate world mm-hmm. for almost 20 years. And um, I know it's kind of weird. I was hopping around. And now I do scientific hand analysis and help people learn their purpose. So um, yeah, some variation there. Yeah, I can't wait to actually dig into all of these things because of the variation. I think it's really interesting. So I'd love to know about your corporate careers, I'll say, because you've had a few things there. So could you talk about the different things you did in the corporate world? Sure. Um, The first thing, I was in sales um, for a consumer packaged goods company, then got promoted into marketing and worked my way up to, I don't know, three or four promotions. Um was not happy, did not really see a future there, um, and then went into um, sales and marketing for a corporate identity firm. So packaging design, logos, corporate identity, that kind of thing. Um, And even moved to a second firm where I was head of sales and marketing, lots, lots of travel, Um, but still wasn't fulfilled and um, launched a speaking business because a lot of what I did with sales and marketing was make presentations and I really enjoyed it. And my speaking was on gender communication in the workplace. And I've actually written a book about that. And I did some other topics as well, sort of related. Um, But, you know, hit a wall after about 15 years, again, bored and unfulfilled so that was the third time that it happened Um, and that's what really launched my search for the work that I'm doing now and um, was really looking for my purpose Carrie I really felt everybody has one and I didn't know what mine was and that's why I just kept getting unfulfilled and not feeling on track like I was on it yeah, so many of the women that I've interviewed and the the backgrounds are really diverse from, you know, corporate lawyers to accountants to just all, I mean, it runs the gamut. But one of the, I've been keeping track of common themes that I hear across wow. the stories. And one of those is women who might be seen as overachievers, as perfectionists, as people who are in high power jobs are often the ones who feel the most unfulfilled. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, the golden parachute gets them. They feel they can't leave because of money mm -hmm. or whatever. But yeah, everybody has choice. That's you know, everybody every does have a choice. choice. Yeah, yeah, and that can get yeah. really wrapped up in identity um, issues too. Like, who yeah. am I now? Once you once you make that change. Right. So now you work with scientific hand analysis, which I think is fascinating. I'm sure our our listeners will as well. So can you first start by explaining what that actually is? And then tell us how you got into that. Yes, um, th this is what most people don't know. The lines in your hands mimic the neural pathways in your brain. Hmm. So the gentleman that put this database together, his name is Richard Unger, spent 40 years, talk about anal, and <laughs> analyzed over 30,000 hands. That's more subjects than any FDA approved drug on the market. Yeah. To put this database together so it's very robust very comprehensive so accurate that forbes wrote about it and i've been on tv about it as well um yeah and i studied it for five years i'm as highly certified as possible and am have achieved the rank of master which is is relevant to the sheer number of hand analysis that i performed and I got into this looking for my own purpose, as I mentioned before. And in my speaking business, when I was getting bored and I didn't want to just add more topics to my portfolio, um, my parents both died within three months of each other. And it really was a wake up call. It was like, hey, life is short. I need to figure this out and quit farting around. Mm -hmm. And I literally started Googling how do I find my life purpose and followed a couple of wrong trails. But after a few months ran across a headline for a teleseminar and it read discover your innate life purpose. Well, I couldn't click on that fast enough. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. And um, the first words I saw were hand analysis. And I was very disappointed because like many people, my mind went to palm reading. Yeah. And that's not what I wanted. There are great palm readers out there, but it, I knew it wouldn't get me what I wanted. And then I saw the word scientific. And that word helped me put aside my anal MBA skepticism. So I listened to it. It made sense. I really wanted my purpose. I got it done. Blew my mind. I mean, just explained my life. It was like, no wonder I liked that, but I didn't like that. And no wonder that worked, but that didn't. And I could see patterns and it just, it. I have goosebumps sitting here talking to you about it. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I took action on the information that my hands provided, that I would find my way. And the purpose I knew was right, but it's not a job description. So I didn't yet know. Some people know, some don't what that looked like mm -hmm. uh, but I followed the information and I got more clarity and just doors started opening and started getting connected with the right people got into the right group and within a few months I was like oh my god if I was so lit up and on fire before I even knew what to do with the information I want to help people feel like that what can you tell us a little bit about what your hands revealed oh um well, the, I can tell you, because it's very complicated, but mm -hmm. the, the main reason that I kept hitting walls and wasn't happy in what I was doing is because I wasn't going deep enough with people. Mm -hmm. I needed to help people in big ways and in deep ways. And scientific hand analysis certainly does that. And 
I was coaching for, you know, a long, long time. Um, and that certainly helps people in deep ways. Okay. So are there any client stories? You started working with clients in this. First of all, how were you able to find clients? Um, who are the people that you work with and any stories that you could share? So the people I work with are all across the board, but how I started finding clients was networking. You know, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, I've worked with CEOs. Um, you know, it's just the gamut um, and stories. So one of my first clients, this is extreme, but it is true. Uh, she was an entrepreneur, loved her work, but wasn't making any money. And by, she started taking action. There are things in the hands called gift markings. Mm -hmm. And she had a lot of them, which is really unusual. And knowing what those were, what she told me is it gave her the confidence and permission to really step into who she was and how she was meant to help people. And within six months, she was in six figures. Wow. I know. Whoa. Mm -hmm. But it's helped people determine their ideal work because everybody has more than one option. Not nobody is stuck with one job that's on purpose for them. Everybody yeah. has options. Um, so people have found their ideal work. They have repaired relationships because it's very comprehensive and deep self-awareness. And that helps us 360. Yeah. Is this uh, something that you have to do in person or do you, can you do no, it? No, I have clients virtually. in 12 I have clients in 12 countries. So I send an envelope that has the hand printing oh. instructions and it's ink sheets and they take their prints, get them back to me and we schedule a Zoom call. And I've already prepared the analysis by then and it's recorded and I'm showing them on Zoom what markings I'm talking about. Um, and they get a summary report, the recording of that call, and then a second call to answer any questions once they have time to watch that recording, because you can't take it all in law. It's like a fire hose. Yeah. You know, it almost reminds me a little bit of like DNA analysis, that kind of thing where you're almost like looking at like a chart. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because every marking counts. Everything means something. Everything in your hands. Yeah. Well, my next question is I was going through your website and I saw the purpose whisperer, right? That that name that you chose. Why did you choose that? What brought you to that? Well, purpose has always been, well, let's see the last two names, because that's the main thing people get a hand analysis for. There are other reasons, um, but most people want to know their innate purpose. Um, and so I wanted purpose to be in that. And I'm a horse lover. And everybody's heard the term horse whisperer. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine just goes, oh, you're the purpose whisperer. And, and it just it just landed really well. So I'm like, yeah, great idea. I'm taking that. Yeah, I like that. And plus, that's what you were searching for as well. You said yourself that you were Googling. That's right. You know, yeah. um, finding your purpose. So, well, that's a nice um, transition. I'll actually ask about your equine connection next and then go back to another question. I, I love horses. I've always thought of them as spiritual beings. So what is your connection to horses? Um, I, as a kid, dreamed about it, never got involved with horses until my late thirties. Oh, wow. Started taking lessons, did volunteer work at a ranch. I lived in Malibu at the time in guest houses and 
um, learned 80% of what I know about horses at that ranch, bought one of those horses, which was my first horse. And I've had at least one horse ever since. Um, so I've owned a horse for 20 years, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, different ones. Um, but they are spiritual and very healing and freaky intuitive. Yeah. Um, you know, I've learned, I've learned a lot of patience. Um, it's like a walking meditation for me. I ride almost every morning and just walk on the trail, sometimes do some trotting, but I get back Carrie and I don't remember what I was thinking about. Mm. There's so. someone um, named Dina Shale who I interviewed, I don't know, months and months ago, but she had a lot of trauma in her childhood that was so traumatic. It actually made news headlines and she was able to, um, es the only escape she had was her horse. And yeah. she now runs um, over in Great Britain, a, it's kind of like a foundation and um she helps all kinds of people from kids who have gone through trauma to um, first responders to nurses during the pandemic, but it's all just horse therapy now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, all over the country, all over the world, there are equine therapy practices that mm -hmm. help with those kind of things with, with disabilities, veterans. Um, there's one here that's specifically for women who have experienced or are experiencing breast cancer you know, they just heal. Oh, it gives me goosebumps to yeah, talk. You know, they just heal. Yeah. You know, they're awesome. So my next, I'm going to kind of circle back to um, your corporate work. Do you, I feel like so many of us have had major pivots in our careers. Um, and it seems like it's unlikely, you know, an unlikely change. For me, my podcast is wellness stories from a teacher turned soap maker. So I went from, you know, teaching to this soap and wellness type business. Um, you know, you've had kind of a drastic change as well. Are there any skills that you feel like have transferred over from your corporate world into what you're doing today? Because I believe all of these seasons in our lives, all of the, the work that we have done, it's all led us into what we're doing now in some way, right? We've carried something with us. Sure. Well, certainly sales and marketing, mm -hmm. because as an entrepreneur, I need to sell and yeah. market myself. Um, communication, um, recognizing when people are off track. Um, I've coached my entire career in some way or another. So that coaching has always yeah. come forward and helped. Um, yeah. Networking. You know, I do networking to, I mean, I hit the ground when I moved here in Denver eight and a half years ago and built, you know, a six figure business networking and speaking. So speaking definitely I've brought forward and I speak as often as I can about hand analysis. Now I have another business I also speak about, but another yeah. story. How, how does networking work for you? Because I think people hear that term and, and they don't know what it means. And I know a lot of women in business listen to this. So I wanted to, to yeah. put that out there. Well, I'm in several groups um, and they're all three mostly entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And other business owners, um, some are, you know, companies that have representatives there, but um, you just get to know each other and um, find out how you can help them, how you might be able to um, 
refer them for business. Mm -hmm. So you get to know each other to build trust and that helps with referrals. And yeah. then you can create collaboration. So it just takes time. I'm in one group that's it all women. Yeah. Yeah. One group that's all women and two that are mixed, um, you know, men and women um, networking groups. And I, you know, some of my dearest friends are from those groups when I first came here to Denver. Isn't it funny how that happens? Yeah. And, you know, we have so many groups online, but, you know, it's, there's a lot of power in working locally networking. I've done a lot of that as well, too. Absolutely. And all of them, of course, went virtual during COVID, but now yeah. they're all back in person, which is a big relief. Yes. Very nice. Nothing like in person, you know. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. So something I ask everyone that I interview, um, what along this this journey from corporate to what you're doing now to to working with the hand analysis has been your greatest challenge, would you say, really in any aspect of building this business that you have? And then on the flip side of that, what has been your greatest joy? Um, greatest challenge to pop in my mind. One is just up and down finances. Um, you know, because mm -hmm. 11 hit my speaking business really hard way back then. And COVID hit this business because yes. the business model was speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. Well, those went away and Zoom just doesn't quite have the impact as it does when I'm holding somebody's hand in mine yeah. and telling them what I see. Um, so, and then the other big challenge is coaching clients that don't do the work. And that's really frustrating because I know they won't get the results. Mm -hmm. And that makes no sense. Um, then um, joy, you know, is the changes I see in people. You know, the even the look on their faces with a hand analysis. And I would say probably 30% of my hand analysis clients cry. Mm -hmm. They're so moved by the information because it so resonates and they know it's right. I mean, the accuracy is, they call it freaky. Yeah. They're freaky accurate. So just the, the role that I get to play in changing lives for the better. And every person I know, what we have to think about, anytime we help one person, there's a ripple effect. So in my way, I'm changing the world, mm -hmm. you know, by helping people get in alignment with purpose. Because frankly, more than half of people are not in alignment with their purpose. And that's why they're bored or sad or angry or feel off track or lost, or aren't making the money they wanna make, you know, feel depressed. Yeah, so how detailed can the scientific hand analysis get them? How detailed? Yeah, if someone's looking for their purpose, do you generally find um, that you can tell them the, the type of work that they should be doing or how does that? I can make suggestions as to what can be in alignment. Mm -hmm. But for example, there's a gift marking that's that's kind of about coaching. But you don't have to coach to use that mark. Mm -hmm. You don't have to officially coach, right? And I will tell you that as far as purpose goes, there are over a hundred options for what your how your purpose can show up in your hands. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not like you only have seven or nine options that you fall in those boxes. No, there's gobs of options. And then I do an expanded purpose as well. 
And I would say maybe two out of several thousand people have had the same expanded purpose. Hmm. So it's very personal to you, but it can look very different. And it matters too what you love and what brings you joy and um, fulfillment. That needs to be part of your choice for work. And you can do it as a volunteer too or on the side. It doesn't sure. have to be your job in quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Did that answer your question? It Is does. That- yeah, okay. it does. So um, another question I like to ask is, are there any, you can see books behind me. I love books. Um, are there any books on really anything on transitions, on grief, on life purpose, anything that you have found helpful along the way that you would recommend reading? Well, the business books I have that I love are personal development books. Mm-hmm. Um, the You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Yeah, I've got that back there. And her follow-up book, which I can't think of the name of right now. Um, Gabriel Bernstein's books. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are anything like me, you love to read, but we don't always have time to sit and spend the time reading that we'd love to because our schedules are busy. While I'm out walking or I'm at the gym or even taking long car rides, I now use Audible to listen to a lot of the books that I love. I'm currently reading a book on boundaries, one of the subjects that has come up in these interviews, and I've read all different genres, but particularly my self-help books are my go-tos for Audible. So if you'd like to join Audible, you can listen while you walk as well. Go to the link I have in the show notes and you'll see how you can easily sign up for a free trial. Audible has been an amazing tool for me in my health and wellness journey, and I hope you can find that it's useful for you as well. Oh, I read one. I can't think of the name of it, and it's in the other room, so I don't think you want me to run and get it, but those two authors. So I love reading personal development. Yeah, I do too. Stuff. Yeah. And I mean, there's there are books on hand analysis, but unless you want to study hand analysis, yeah. I wouldn't get them. Yeah. Right. Okay, so my final question then is, where can we find you online for someone who would like to connect further and maybe get a hand analysis with you? Oh, thank you, which reminds me, um, I would like to make your listeners a special offer. Is that okay? of course. Um, For your um, podcast listeners, I would offer 100 off my regular price, which I'm about average for somebody at my level, and there aren't many at my level. and that's usually four ninety seven, but I would do it for three ninety seven. And I can send you that link if you do show sure. notes, or whatever. Yeah, I do. Um, or they can read. They can find me at purposewhisperer.com. and there's a way to contact me through that website. And it's got a lot of information about hand analysis and about the horses I've loved in the past too. So yeah, that would be great to do some some more reading on that. So yeah. yeah, if you could send a, send me the link, I'll be happy to put that, include that in the show notes. And of course, I'll put your website up there as well. You bet. I'll do it as soon as we get finished here. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jane. I really enjoyed talking to you and learning about this today. I love when I can learn something new as well. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right.